I'm not out here telling you to go ahead and buy your kids an eight ball, but I am saying that you need to be able to have informed conversations with your kids, youthful people. Uh, I know a few people who just didn't have that conversation with their kids, and some people bear, bear the consequences of not wanting to be a parent to children that they want to be uh, father figures and mother figures for. You feel me? This is the identity booth. Um, my goal here is to identify with you as you try to identify with me. So as you could probably imagine, me identifying with you involves me being able to empathize, sympathize with you, um, feel for you, compassion for you, speak on your behalf in a positive light. What we're looking at here is a man who was sentenced to a life to life in prison for selling $30 of marijuana. He was freed back in 2020. Um, a military veteran serving life sentence for selling less than $30 worth of marijuana will soon be released from prison, his attorney said. Derek Herrick Harris served his country 30 life in prison, who was arrested in 2008 in Louisiana for selling an officer selling an officer 0.69 grams of marijuana, was recently resentenced to time served he's already served nine years in prison so he served nine years in jail for 0.69 grams of weed initially harris was convicted and sentenced to 15 years in prison according to the louisiana supreme court he was resentenced in 2012 to life in prison under the habitual offender law which allowed judges to impose stricter sentence on someone who's been charged before Prosecutors in the Vermilion Parish agreed to release Harris from prison after the Louisiana Supreme Court granted him a new hearing last month. His said his lawyer, Con Cornermack Boyley. That's a hell of a Louisiana name if I've heard it. But the board of story is basically they put this man in jail, sentenced him, everything, and he went and served our country, and he got no leniency for his behavior. Why are we talking about this? So let's be clear. What is my view on drugs? I think they all should be legal. Clap it. Give every drug we have to the motherfucking universe. Give that shit away. Give it away. It's not a tough decision for me. It's not a tough decision for me. Because the longer we stay in this idea that, you know, Drugs are bad. Drugs are hurting people. Poverty is hurting people. That's what's fucking up the, the country. Oh, drugs lead to crime. Poverty leads to crime. It all stems from poverty. Broke people don't have to rob people for drugs. Furthermore, drugs don't... People, people don't need a vice to get away from their life because it's so miserable, right? But we're not willing to have that conversation. And because we're not willing to have that conversation... And in America, we live in a society where we have to be able to blame somebody. So who do we blame in this situation, right? Who do we blame? Who's the easiest person to blame on this? And it's usually the people who are suffering the most from the situation. But we talk about this in order to talk about, and before we go into that story, to ultimately talk about this story. 
Now, why is this story so fascinating to me? Because representation matters, right? Representation matters. Three New Yorkers order order cocaine from a from the same delivery person. They all die. And in my mind, I immediately said, there's just no way. There's just no way that this is a thing. Furthermore, look at how they're portrayed. Look at how they're portrayed. These, these are people, and, as, and to my knowledge, cocaine is still very much illegal in New York. Look at how they're portrayed. Look at how the news media lets us know. Hardened drug, not weed, not nothing, cocaine. And you're right, Uber Eats and drugs for all of that. So let's dive into it. But they all died because of a lethal dose being of fentanyl being mixed into the drugs. Rose MT Rose Mataji, a trading executive at the Credit Suzy Group AG, left his Manhattan penthouse in March 2021 with a laptop and told his pregnant partner he was going to work he checked into a nearby hotel and tuned in tuned in to work calls later he texted for cocaine from a drug delivery service a man wearing a baseball cap cross body bag and face mask appeared on a hotel surveillance camera talking about this guy his name's Kyan Ryan uh A man wearing baseball cap crossback, 40-year-old, missed a follow-up meeting. His sister and her partner found him dead at the hotel next day. Police found on a table translucent black baggies that contained lethal fentanyl mixed with the cocaine. That's his story. That's how this guy went down. The problem that we have here is because, and and I don't, like, as much as, as, as weird as it is to me that they're portraying these people as martyrs, but that's what I said we're here to do, right? We're here to empathize and sympathize with them, to identify with these people who are victims of a system that they're not really aware of. So what is the conclusion here? What is What do I think would have saved these people's lives? What do I think would have made a difference for these people? Maybe taking the approach Oregon took. Um, and before we talk to that, yeah. Um, we first just want to address this. Like, cops say child died from THC gummies. Here's what experts say about the gummies overdose. Uh, basically, this kid probably, this kid ate way more than he was supposed to, but it was a complication of other health health issues. So, it's, it's, it's this phobia, right? Three people died from one delivery of cocaine mixed with fentanyl. This kid eats about 10 pounds of fucking gummies and wonders he's having health complications, right? It's crazy. But um, a Virginian woman is facing murder and neglect charges following the death of her four-year-old son. Fucking crazy. 
which authorities said was the cause of consuming THC, the main active ingredient in marijuana. But medical professionals have been dubious of several similar claims in the past. A grand jury indicted 30-year-old Dorothy Clements on October 17th for the death of her son on May 8th, according to news released Office of Two Sheriffs. So medical examiners don't believe that nonsense because we know inherently no one has ever overdosed on, on weed. Now, if you eat enough, and I'm pretty sure 40, a four-year-old eating 10 pounds of, of gummies would cause death, but for other reasons. But what's the approach here? What's the game changer? What are we trying to do here? How do we fix this? How do we run this? How do we make this better? Maybe taking Oregon's approach to to drug control, which is my original idea. Let that shit run free. Clap it. Let all the shit run free. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Why would we let drugs run free? Beg your pardon. I know. I know. I beg your pardon. The reason why is because if you don't have to worry about people going to the dark web to go get their drugs, then you don't have to worry about bad things being mixed into it. If you allow people to sell these drugs with standards, you don't have to worry about people overdosing on miscellaneous items being found in it. Now, did this measure... 10 uh 110 actually do anything well it's kind of hard to see because this went into effect back in 2020 this was voted on 2020 the measure took effect in 2021 and what happened between 2019 to 2022 oh yeah that's right we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic i heard what you said about me a few days ago yeah yeah so people were struggling and throughout the country drug use increased by 13 percent so it's only fair to say if drug in use increased throughout the country, overdoses on certain drugs would also increase. That's just logic and straight stats right there. But with this being in the mindset, another thing that this help prevents is putting people in jail for meaningless bullshit. Holding someone in jail for 0.69 grams of weed, holding them in jail for $100,000 leading to a 20-year prison sentence is mindless the correlation between drugs and homicides doesn't really say much. If people aren't killing people on drugs, they're killing people for something else. You could call it a, a gang-related crisis, anything. But it's convenient for police to call it related to drugs because it only amplifies their whole theme of being war on drugs, war on drugs. We don't believe in that. Hopefully, Oregon can continue to be the, the light in this sample. I'm not out here telling you to go ahead and buy your kids an eight ball, but I am saying that you need to be able to have informed conversations with your kids, youthful people. Uh, I know a few people who just didn't have that conversation with their kids, and some people bear, bear the consequences of not wanting to be a parent to children that they want to be uh, father figures and mother figures for. You feel me? Like being a parent involves having these tough ass conversations. So don't let society teach your kids the lesson you post teaching. Because when society teaches you something, ain't no going back. That's a that's a permanent grade right there. there ain't no redos in that shit in life. So come prepared. But I'm interested to know what you guys think. Uh, 
How many of y'all had, how many of y'all used drugs in the past? As a person who's never used any drugs, I don't drink, I don't smoke. As the virgin in this conversation, I think, 